You're listening to another episode of Beckett's Babies, a playwriting podcast. Every week we discuss plays we love, interview theater artists, and share our thoughts on playwriting and theater. We are your hosts, Sarah Cho. And Sam Collier. And today is the last episode of Beckett's Babies of the season. We are on episode 130. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 130 episodes, folks. After three we made seasons. it. We, we made, made it. it through season three. And you made it with us. Yeah, you did. You stuck around even through the pandemic. <laughs> uh, you've, you've been, there was a lot of highs and lows, but we made it. Um, so... Here's a quick rundown of our stats, um, because Chuck Todd does stats, and why not? Oh, <laughs> I love Chuck Sarah. Todd. Oh my god! Maybe we had like a Chuck Todd meet the press music and a <laughs> music in the background as I'm reading these stats. Okay, so after <laughs> three seasons of Beckett's Babies, we've uh, we got total number of episodes 130, total number of guests 47. Total number of plays read. This is a new new stat added wow. this year. 39. Total number of glistens, 294. And total number of listens, 16,417. Probably more since Whoa. I probably more since I've updated. But yeah, because the numbers just keep going up. Yeah. That's the thing about listens. They're just always adding up. Yeah, they're always adding up. So that's very exciting. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we went from like nobody was listening, <laughs> except maybe <laughs> our dad and <laughs> and our cat and our pets. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad has only ever listened to one episode, and it was like part of one episode. <laughs> so. Not the whole thing. Totally get it. So. I get it. It's it's a, we're like a niche podcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, as they I say. Know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Isn't that a thing? On social media? Anyway. Oh. Let's highlight yeah. some things from the season. Okay. So um, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite interviews um, from this past year. We had so many great guests, mm -hmm. and there are a few we wanted to highlight, um, such as Brian James Pollock. Um, Great interview with him. He was such a good storyteller. Oh, yeah. If you get a chance to listen to the episode, which we'll put out the links on our sh uh, show notes, but he his storytelling is really pretty pretty fantastic. Um, edge of your seat. And he has a great podcast, too, so shout out to the subtext. Yeah, Go check it out. Go check it out. The next interview uh, guest that we had was Terry Guest. Mm-hmm. Um, really another fantastic interview. Again, you, folks, everyone on the show this year was awesome. We're just highlighting a few, but Terry Guest was, he brought so much energy. I, I yeah. just like, and he's so unique and funny. Um, yeah. Really. I really love talking to him. And mm -hmm. his play at the wake of a dead drag queen is still running at Urbanite Theater. It's been extended to December 12th. So if any of y'all live in Florida and you haven't seen it yet, I really recommend going to see it because what an amazing play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we also talked with Daniel Olivas. That was another really great interview. Um, mm -hmm. Just such a thoughtful 
kind person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also he's from LA. So, so glad to add him in the, you know, add our LA folk playwright into our list here. <laughs> very proud, very proud LA native. Um, and it was cool to talk to him because he has the perspective of he's a lawyer. And so yes. he has that background that mm-hmm. many playwrights don't have. Yeah. And he, I think he's a novelist. He writes books. Mm-hmm. And so he was coming into playwriting a little bit later in his life. And he tells this amazing story about his father who passed. Um, and But father kind of having this reverence for playwriting and like mm-hmm. something that – Daniel tried to pursue. So I thought it was just so, it's like a really beautiful story and remarkable person who's just doing so many great things. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Caridad Savic, another great interview. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked with her, we talked about with her about so many things. Um, but one play we, we highlighted was Red Bike, which we both yeah. really loved. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to hear her talk about the origin of that play and where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one, one memorable part uh, of her interview that I remember was when she was young, she would go to the library or she would read so many plays and try to like yes. write it. And there's something about that. I was – that um, – that that wants that willingness to kind of like teach herself and like um so dedicated to the craft mm-hmm. so i really love that um, yeah that was such a good conversation mm-hmm. um and another interview we had was pepper chambers she was part of my cohort um uh, at moving arts for this year's mad lab and the, the part that I was, like, blown away that I did not know about her when she ch- sharing her story was that she was a former NBA cheerleader. Like, what? Yeah, that was so cool. I was like, wait a minute. I had to, like, like hold up. Wait a minute. Rewind. What just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I thought that her, and her and her experience in that world and how that translated to writing and um, – it just sound really it was a very um inspiring story that it, like playwriting was what's, what's so cool about playwriting is that it could happen anytime in your life like yes this idea of like oh these young 19 year old really making it playing it, it's like but really there's just something beautiful about a person who goes through these th- through their life and and everything that um uh, they go through and sort of like that the timing of playwriting kind of comes when it feels right for them. Like there's mm-hmm. something about that that's just really remarkable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And it's just so inspiring to talk with so many different playwrights who have taken so many different paths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's something cool about, what they do outside of playwriting that starts kind of feed into their work in a different yeah. way, too, which is yeah, really cool. Exactly. Hey, listeners, welcome to Beckett's Babies, a podcast where we discuss the joys and frustrations of playwriting. But one part of that process always takes longer than we want. 
submissions. We all know how time-consuming submitting your work to contests and festivals can be. That's why we're so excited to team up with Place Submissions Helper. When you sign up for Place Submissions Helper, you get immediate access to a master list of playwriting opportunities, and they update the list every month, so you get the most complete, up-to-date information. So if you're ready to share your script, go to placesubmissionshelper.com. Use coupon code BECKETSBABIES to receive a 90% discount off the first month and start submitting today. We also had some great topic episodes this season. Mm -hmm. um, so one that I know we both really loved, one of my favorites was talking with Heather Kelly about ghosts Ooh. for Halloween and yes. like haunted theaters. And she told some really good ghost stories oh in that episode. So if you haven't listened to that, people, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. That was a really good one. Gosh, there was that ghost story that she was sharing about. Ooh, yeah. Or um, a friend was like in a show and every like every night when going back to this like the hallway, there was like a, something touched her face. Like oh I, was she, I'm doing chills. a horrible job. Heather does an incredible job of telling this story. Um and when the way she tells it, I like I felt like I was there and I was like that person. I'm like, oh I no, know. I think it touched my face. Um yeah, yeah, that was scary. Creepy. Yeah, it was. It was. I loved our. It was. It, it was perfect timing with the Halloween. So it was like mm -hmm. in the spirit of the creepy and the spooky. So I loved it. Um, and another topic uh, we brought back again our uh, former guest um, Sean Leisher mm -hmm. to the show, and he talks about we have this nice, incredible conversation about what makes a. a a good monologue um, and he brings his insight because uh, he also provides a service of finding monologues for actors and he brings that perspective um, so I thought that was really cool mm -hmm. yeah yeah Sean is just such a great resource mm -hmm. in the playwriting mm -hmm. and theatrical community yeah he's he He's such a playwright's cheerleader. Like he mm -hmm. really roots for you, and he really roots for the writer and um, every new play. Yeah. Um, and what did he say? Like he read like over. Read oh, so many so and many reviewed. Plays. So I think yeah. it was like over five hundred. Oh my gosh! I know. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I try my best to like once I read, I do try to review, but. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that I like it. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. But I tried to do it once I read the play. I tried to review it. But yeah, he's he's very dedicated, Sean. Um, so a couple of plays we read this year. Mm -hmm. Well, there were a lot of plays we read this year, but the ones I kind of want to highlight. Um, I think this is probably my favorite play of their season. Mm -hmm. That's like non not a Pulitzer Prize winning play. <laughs> Um, it was Bureau, Bureau Crazy mm -hmm. by Kate Danley. Um, it was so hysterical. Um, check out the episode. Again, all of our uh, recommendations here will be on our show notes. But yeah, this was probably my favorite play to read. And it's on. I think it's on New Play Exchange, is it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think so. 
such a good play. So funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also really loved um, early in the year, we read 36 Views by Naomi Azuka. I really liked that play mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That was the play that I was really rethinking about style and sounds incorporating and different ways of look just you know theater playwriting like how can we make it theatrical mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't have to be so big it could be kind of understated and could be just enough um but that play really is really insightful yeah and just what she does with different perspectives mm-hmm. and different like layering um different ways of looking at something Mm -hmm. so good yeah um this is a recent play we read and i really enjoyed this one a lot was hurricane diane yes recommended by sam he was like let's read this george yeah i really so it's time for us to propose if we want to direct something for next year yeah and i'm thinking here at cu boulder and i'm thinking about um trying to direct that play cool i think it'd be so much fun you're gonna have yeah I think so. And it's an all-female cast. I, I think, know. Right? Yeah. Okay. Five women. Well, actually, Diane can be, is written to be basically like any gender except cis male. Um, right. So could be non-binary or um, – but, yeah. Uh, okay. If you, if you do end up directing this, I'm, I'm driving up to Colorado. I'm you want to be in it? No, I don't want to be in it. <laughs> I want to watch it. Okay, good. Well, good. Yeah, you can come see it. Isn't this? No, you sh- aren't you casting your student? Like students? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to cast a wide net. I want to get oh. the best group of people I can get. Oh, my God. Like, no. But yeah, you should definitely come see it. Okay, I will. Stay tuned. Will. Stay tuned. Um. So this is something new. We didn't do this last couple of seasons, but as we're, you know, coming to the end of this season, we're looking ahead, what we're excited for, um, and one of which is getting excited for upcoming plays. Yes. That are going to be performed. And I also asked you listeners on social, and a couple of you gave me some good answers. So um, Sam, what are you excited for any show that's coming? I am. So I am really um, excited about Studio Theater is doing White Noise by Susan Larry Parks um, in January and February. So that's in D.C., Mm -hmm. um, directed by Reginald L. Douglas. And I really want to try to find a way to get out there to see this show because um, it just sounds so good. A friend of mine just went to London and saw it in London, which I'm very Mm -hmm. jealous of. Um, I have not been able to get my hands on a copy of the script because it hasn't been published yet. Yeah. And so I just love Susan Laurie Parks' work and I would really like to see that play. Just go to the theater department, theater department, knock on their door and be like, I need to go to DC for research. That's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like get a grant, a travel a grant. grant. Yeah. Travel grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really like to see that play. And then another one I'm really excited about, speaking of Hurricane Diane, is the Aurora Fox Theater here in Colorado mm-hmm. is doing that play, I believe, in April, sometime in the spring. So oh, that's okay. definitely a production I'm going to go see. 
Cool, 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 cool. Wait, so there's going to be already a theater producing this and you want to Well, this? yeah, but I'm thinking like if I were to do it in like spring of 2023, then, oh. you know, that'll be a good amount of time between. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll wait a couple of years. <laughs> Not getting any younger. <laughs> maybe by then you'll live in Colorado. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I think maybe at that point, half of California will be underwater. Oh, my God. And so Or just burn to the ground. Burn to the ground, be a desert, so people will be migrating. So, yeah, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more that I'm excited about is I'm going to be the dramaturg for this play called They Promised Her the Moon mm-hmm. um, by Laurel Olstein, which is about a woman who was supposed to be the first female astronaut. Um, but it, but they ended up cutting her funding, so she didn't get to go. Um, her name is Jerry Cobb. This is based on a a true story and, um, it's a really beautiful play. Um, and we're doing it here at CU Boulder in the spring and I'm going to be the dramaturg. So I'm super excited about that. Wow. That's exciting. So okay. maybe you could just see, come see that one. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, what are you excited about? Um, well, just two that comes to mind, and I'm going to sound really egotistical, but um, one is in spring in Arizona, a play of mine might be produced. <gasps> Woo! Knock, knock on wood. Uh, as long as COVID doesn't ruin it all, but I don't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, reuniting with a former director that I worked with um, to bring back a play that we worked on together in Iowa. And so, so I think exciting. that's going to be in April too. So April. In Arizona. Okay, I'm going to come see that. Really? That's close, right? <laughs> I Arizona. So. I don't know. It, when in April, do you know? I think like last week of April. I didn't. I have to double check the dates. I remember thinking it was there was it was over um, the same time as Nick's birthday. So <laughs> here's my gift to you, Nick. Is <laughs> my work. Oh. <laughs> that's so exciting. So that's very exciting. And um, so I recently got an email or a message about. The, the comedy theater that I'm with, Pack Theater, they're going to start thinking, bringing live shows back in January. Mm-hmm. So I might do sketch comedy again. Whoa. I mean, I talked to my friends about this and we're all just kind of apprehensive because we're just thinking about like, you know, it was a really tight quarters and we're just, you know, yeah. all probably all masked up and the theater is like 45 people. I don't know. It's like a really small theater. And so we're just kind of thinking how they're going to do it if it's feasible but you know we're also just really eager to go to start making stuff again and so so that's is there any part of you that's like i don't know it's been years yeah like when you think about doing comedy again yeah and like is there any part of you that's like i like what if i don't know how to do it anymore (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah No, I was, yeah, I was talking to my friend because she and I used to be on the same team before we got, you know, changed up. But um, we were just talking about 
like I was telling her, I was expressing my concerns of like, it's, I don't know what it is, but it's so hard to come up with concepts, you know, like mm. comic ideas, like things like that. I'm like, I, I'm just literally feeling brain dead. Um, but at the same time, I feel like my ideas came when, you know, I'm moving about, I'm walking around, I'm like doing stuff, I'm going right. to work, I'm driving around town. Like that's when like ideas came. So I'm thinking maybe when things are starting to reopen and I'm kind of like, back in the hustling mode again or something maybe that's when like ideas will start churning yeah um and that's my hope <laughs> that's but, um, my experience if i try to think my way into a play mm-hmm. i just get stuck but as soon as yeah. i start writing mm-hmm. like if i just make my hands move then i yeah. have ideas or yeah. yeah if i'm like walking the dog or whatever yeah exactly so i think it's like and I also so much with comedy is like you're with people and right. you're bouncing off ideas. And I think that's another thing that might help reignite that creative thinking again. Right. Um, so just being around people again, hopefully in a safe way. Um, but I'm also kind of going back and forth of like, do I want to do it? <laughs> like it was so intense. Um, and I've yeah. been doing a little bit more like stand up and a little bit more of this and like writing plays and so i feel like trying to write funny things is something like i'm still like working on and but that collaborative mode and yeah i don't know well your play stains was really funny so thanks that was probably like all my pent-up energy from the (laughs) pandemic just like exploded um yeah so those are those are a couple of things i'm excited for the new year of doing live comedy again and mm-hmm. the play but um but i went to social re- asked you folks find folks of social to share with us your what you're excited about for the upcoming near, new year um daniel levis he uh replied saying that he was excited for the hades hades town at center theater Ooh, group in la so i really want to see that is that a musical yeah it's by Anais yeah. mitchell Oh. So it's a retelling of the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. Oh. And it's a musical. Yeah. Interesting. It was so funny. At Center City Group, right before the shutdown, I was about to buy like a season tickets Ooh. for me and Nick. And then the, 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 the wow. shutdown, I was like, oh, glad I didn't spend my money. This is me. the year, though. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Another... F- person i can sorry this is like a twitter username at sva kimar kimar uh tweeted saying they're excited for the chinese lady at jiva theater center mm. um i think it's written by lloyd sa is what i saw um so that sounds exciting if you're in the area if you're near cool. jiva theater center um another person emma derb at emma derb uh responded between two knees at Yale Rep. Ooh, I like that title. Between two knees. What I mean, <laughs> what is that suggesting? <laughs> I don't know, but it, isn't it intriguing? I guess. Um. All right. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. gonna be one of our plays we read next year. Between um, two knees. Between two knees. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. So yeah, there's so much. It's it's pretty exciting to see that theater is like coming back live shows um things are reopening and- okay i just i feel like i have to say that because 
we just had that reaction, and then I Googled the play, and so it's um, it's a sketch comedy troupe tell, telling the intergenerational story of the 1890 massacre at Wounded Knee. What? Yeah. It's a sketch comedy? So, yeah, so it sounds like it's kind of a combination of, like, history, comedy, tragedy, like, dark, dark history, but also it says... It's funny. Mm. That does sound like a really interesting play. Yeah. Boldly uninhibited, fearless, and subversive approach to comedic storytelling. All right. Well, those are some bold words. <laughs> let's let's give this. Yeah. Give this. I also a shot. am very intrigued in this play now. I would like to see it too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So much exciting stuff happening. Um. Are you ex- what what are you excited for in the new year? Um well, I mean, just personally in my life, yeah. I am mm-hmm. going to be only taking two classes instead of the four that I'm taking right now. Good job. Good so job. I am really looking forward to just like having my days more like just more breathing room yeah. in my day. Yeah. As soon as you told me like the, what you were doing and all the classes, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> this sound I re- I recognize this pattern." I know you did something similar. I did, but no. I think I f- I'm finally gonna evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, you you just love school, like you I love know. school. You were just, you're I excited. Know. You're back in. You're like I'm back true. in action, baby, with the books and the <laughs> academia. I'm back, baby. You were just so excited. true. But you know what? I think I'm finally realizing at the very old and wise age of 34 that mm-hmm. actually it's better to do fewer things yep. well mm-hmm. and like do a good job at those few things than yes. to do a lot of things mediocre. Yes. I learned that last year <laughs> of Iowa. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, I always oh, yeah. learned that. I actually learned that the last year of school, like in college and grad school. Mm, yeah. Where I'm like, why did I just, you know, pile on all so much to do? And then, and I'm like, it's always, you know, it's like, it's your final year. And I always feel like there are people I disappoint, end up disappointing <laughs> because mm. it's like, I commit yeah. to something and I fall and then I just fall through it. And yeah. So yeah. And since then I've learned to just kind of pare down. Um, it's so weird. I always do this thing. Like I write down what am I doing in my life right now? Like everything. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of start feeling like if the, you know, I'll give it another month or something. And then, and if it's like too much going on or, but yeah. Gotta learn how to say no, folks. Sometimes no is has a lot of power. In no, seriously. Yeah. So I'm just excited for the new year to just. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just excited for this year to be over. Yeah. <laughs> and just I don't know. I'm just kind of excited for things happening again. 2022, baby. Yeah. So. People out there listening to this show, if there are topics you would like to see us cover or plays you would like to see us read and discuss, or, you know, we do this playwright series where we read three plays by a well-known established playwright that kind of 
cover the span of their career. If you have any suggestions for a playwright we could look at, we really welcome your suggestions. Yes. Please. We're, we're entering to season four, and we... There's a. I feel like we we covered so much. Or like We've maybe, covered so much ground. Yeah. Um. And it's not that we're running out of ideas. No. 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 We're professional. We no. We do want to welcome your ideas to the mm-hmm. mix. Yeah. 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 Finger snap. Finger snap. Um. <laughs> So I'm really excited. Uh, you know where you all can find us on our website at Beckett'sBabies.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, reach out to us. And yeah, feel free to connect with us. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess this is the final glistens of the year. Whoa. Do, should um, we do like glistens of the year as well as glistens of the week? <laughs> uh. Sure. My, you mean well, like my own personal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, come on. It's going to be – it's going to be Joanna Gaines. She's my she's my of the year. <laughs> I'm shocked that you didn't say your wedding. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Don't, don't tell that to Nick. Um, they, they're, they go hand in hand. So – Joanna Gaines, right? She inspires me, and and her her outlook on life and her mm. design and blah blah blah. And then I pivot to my wedding <laughs> to let that inspiration drive everything that goes into wedding. But yes, after postponing last year COVID mm. and, and marrying, getting married this year with all our friends, you officiated. Um, oh yeah it was that was, it was so really fun. magical it was yeah. such a beautiful day and it was like the one week where it was right before delta variants oh yeah people and, masking right. them. and it was like one it was like that short sweet spot period of time where people felt comfortable right taking off their masks and yeah like, we were so blissfully comfortable <sighs> and unaware of what was to come yeah and then as soon as the wedding was over like Dun, 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 Delta. Be careful. Yeah, that's um, really true. And everyone is masking up again. And everyone had told us in separate occasions, like, wow, can you believe that you made a nick in time nick of time of getting your wedding in there before <laughs> Delta? I was like, yeah. Um But yeah, that was a really amazing time. And oh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. And then what's your glisten for the week? For the week right now, yeah. Um, upcoming on our holidays, um, Nick and I are going to take on a nice long road trip from here, LA to Michigan. Wow! And we're making stops along the way. Okay, good. Because last time you did that, I think you yes. drove like thirty hours straight. Please tell me like, you're not going to do. We're that not again. doing that. That's exactly right. Yeah. So we thought <laughs> that was insane. I wanted to kill myself by the end. That was um, terrible. It was, and it was. But yeah, I mean, it was terrible. before vaccines, so I understand. Yeah. yeah. So there's this fear of like, oh, catching COVID or whatever, and so. Yeah, we tried to make a few stops and we drove 30, I think it was like 36 hours straight. Jeez. And it was horrible. Um, 
So we're going to make stops. Uh, we're going to stop in Tucson, Dallas. And then we were like, you know what? Why not? Let's just explore this place. Nashville. Um, Isn't that way out of the way of Michigan? It's kind of like directly under. We're kind of making this weird like L. Like okay. shape. To, I'm and looking at the map right now. Cause like, straight up. Yeah. So you're just going to go east for a while. Yeah, exactly. And then north. Yeah. You're like just really trying to avoid going through Colorado, it looks like. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But you're not going to be there anyway, so whatever. <laughs> you planned it. Um, cool. So I'm really excited about that. My family keeps saying, like, is this your honeymoon? <laughs> and I'm like, no. God, we're not doing a honeymoon. We're, we're not that couple. We're not doing a honeymoon. Are you – this pandemic was a honeymoon. Like we were stuck with each other. For like, <laughs> we were with each other's presence for like twenty four seven for two years. No, this is our break. <laughs> and, and now you're going to get into a car. We're going to be in closer proximity. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. So that's great. All right, what's yours? Well, my lesson for the year has got to be starting grad school. As you previously stated, I love school. I love taking classes. I love writing papers. I'm just really enjoying my time here at CU Boulder. So um, even though I'm way too busy, Mm. it's like all stuff I enjoy doing. Um, And my listen for the week is I went to Golden Gate Canyon State Park. Um, the other day for a hike Mm -hmm. and it was so beautiful and um, I'm just there's so much to explore here in terms of hikes and the mountains and Mm. um, I'm really looking forward to getting out more and seeing all the scenery how many state parks do you think you visited so far in in my life no. In Colorado? Well, in Colorado, but okay, in your life too. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I think actually this is the first state park I've been to in Colorado. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, there's Rocky Mountain National Park too. Yeah. Um, I went to a lot of state parks in Maine, mm. like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a good number to tell you. Cool. Um, that's exciting. Um, yeah. well, my brain says we're all, we're done. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us for season three. And we look forward to seeing you in the new year, 2022, for our season four. Season four. Oh, my gosh. Season four. Um, I can't believe it, Sam. I know. And you know, you know, you know what they say, right? Like, first. Wait, actually, I don't know what they say. What do they say, sir? <laughs> no, I was I like, I'm just gonna make up a thing that they say. What they say is, if you've made it to season three of your podcast, you're here to stay. Mm. Like the first three are just kind of a trial period, and now we're. We're the not real saying deal. we wasted your time. <laughs> But it, yeah, we learned a lot along the way. Um, and I mean, I'm just really excited of, I feel like also this, 
this podcast feels like a time capsule. Like mm. if I were to go back and listen, which I don't want to, but if I were to. <laughs> but we want you to, listeners. Please go back and listen. <laughs> yes. I I will recognize like where I probably was in life or yeah. and like where I was what I was feeling. Pandemic, getting engaged, getting married. Like there's just so much that this time this podcast really happened in my life because we're doing we recorded this like on sounds a daily, like it's like weekly your diary basis. it is kind of in a way it's like <laughs> it's my it's like my playwriting diary yeah for yeah. sure yeah and i feel like I'm, this play this podcast also just forced me to read plays that i just well, felt like and I wasn't also doing. i mean i think this season really was when we started to get um people contacting us that we don't know or like starting to meet new people, new playwrights yeah. and directors through the podcast, people yeah. reaching out to us. And that's just been so fun. Yeah. It's been amazing. Um, yeah. So I just feel like this little world of Beckett's babies, it's it's growing mm-hmm. with, in terms of like people we're sort of indirectly meeting and um, getting to know and interviewing. And it's been really exciting. So Season four, baby. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but we're excited. We're ready. Yeah. And we'll see you in January. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beckett's Babies. If you enjoyed what you heard or learned a thing or two about playwriting, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to reach out and share with us your thoughts on playwriting and theater or maybe be a guest on the show, uh, be sure to visit our website at www.beckettsbabies.com. That's www.beckettsbabies.com, and you can contact us there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>